it's also a differentiator. Not many businesses are pushing on as fast as they can be within responsible business. I would give out a call to action to anybody listening that hasn't done as much um, when it comes to responsible business or considering B Corp. Come join us, come talk to us. But at the moment, there's not many of us. Hello everyone and welcome to the Student Lawyer podcast series. Whether you're at school, sixth form, university, thinking about a career in law or exploring law careers, you're in the right place. We are the one-stop shop for student lawyers. If you'd like to join the Student Lawyer as a writer, please email hello at thestudentlawyer.com. This episode is sponsored by the University of Law. The University of Law offers a range of undergraduate and postgraduate courses and master's degrees alongside an award-winning pro bono clinic so you can build up your legal experience while studying. And their experienced career service will enable you to put your best foot forward when launching your legal career. The courses are employment focused and based on real legal practice so you'll be better prepared for the workplace. Part-time and online study options are available so you can work and study at the same time. Click the link in the description box of the podcast to find out more about the courses on offer. Welcome to the Student Lawyer Podcast Series. My name's Camilla and I am a second seat trainee solicitor at Shakespeare Martineau and I will be your host for today. In today's episode, we're delighted to be joined by Ben Buckton, who is Group Chief Operating Officer at Shakespeare Martineau, and Helen Hay, who is Head of Culture and Sustainability. In this episode, we're going to be talking about two of my favourite topics, business and sustainability. And Ben and Helen have kindly agreed to come onto the show to talk to us about Shakespeare Martineau's recent B Corp certification achievement and the importance of sustainability in business. So welcome to the show, Helen and Ben. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Hi, Camilla. Thanks for having us. And so uh, it would be great if we could start off the episode by just uh, maybe you providing an overview of your roles at Shakespeare Martineau. So I'll go for myself as, um, so my role is culture and sustainability um, at Amper Group, um, which has um, seven brands, which keeps me busy. um, And Shakespeare Martineau is one of those. Um, And from a culture perspective, it's ensuring that our words and actions match, that our our people are feeling engaged, motivated, and it's a place that they want to be and develop their career. Um, And from a sustainability perspective, that all of the actions that we're taking as a purpose-led business are being truly lived and that is lived within our responsible business agenda in the actions that we're taking towards our people, our communities um, and also our planet. Uh, ben Buckton, so I'm currently Greek group uh, COO for AMPA, uh, which obviously includes Shakespeare Martin as our largest um, law firm within the group. I actually joined the business four years ago as CMO, so Chief Marketing Officer, and my background is uh, is essentially strategy, marketing, customer and growth. Um, and I've done that outside of the professional services and legal industry for uh, the past couple of decades, um, uh, both in the UK, Europe, um, North America and in Asia as well for a while. Um, and 
um, my role in the, within the group um, is around how do we create the right strategy, but how do we deliver that strategy? So how do we have the right strategy for growth, growth of our people, growth of our client base, um, and growth of our organisation? Um, and how do we make, create the environment, the infrastructure, and I guess the the um, the circumstances to be able to deliver that strategy? And how do we create that success? And we as an organisation make sure that we are trying to balance um, all of the decisions that we make um, thinking from the inside out and the impact on our people as much as the impact on our client. Well, you're obviously doing a fantastic job given that Shakespeare Martineau recently achieved B Corp status um, and as part of the AMPA group. So congratulations on that. Um, I wondered if you could perhaps explain to me and listeners exactly what B Corp means for those who are unfamiliar with the certification. Sure. And thank you so much for our congratulations. It really does mean a lot. Um, a B Corp organisation, so a for benefits um, corporation, is an organisation that is for purpose-led um, for-profit organisations where they are recognised for how they are excelling in their standards for their governance and also in regards to their standard and treatment of their people, um, their clients, their communities and also the impact that they're having on the planet. Um, it's a very rigorous um, accreditation to be able to go through and it's one of the the highest, um, if not the highest accreditation that you could receive as an organisation in, in recognition of your impact, not only within those five areas, but the impact of how you run your business as a for-purpose and for-profit business. Thank you for that explanation, um, Helen. And why did Shakespeare Martineau and AMPA decide to get B Corp certified? And what did the process entail? Uh, well, it's a process, that's for sure. <laughs> and this has been a journey that we've been on uh, for quite a long time. And, and it actually started pre-B Corp as well. So as, as an organisation uh, in Shakespeare Martineau, we, we've always been committed to doing good business. Um, and when we undertook our strategic review uh, about four years ago, um, as I was joining the firm, um, one of the things that we really circ circulated back to was our purpose as a group. And, and we defined that as unlocking potential unlocking potential for our people so that they can do it for their clients and so that together we can change the world of business for good and that changing the world of business as you can imagine it's a number of a number of different connotations in that um, but it's about ultimately for us about doing good business so ethical business and business that considers all stakeholders which is which is where we then came to all of the things that the business was already doing on um, uh, charitable support uh, corporate social responsibility environmental sustainability as well as equity diversity and inclusion so we already had huge amounts of programs running across the group a lot of those were born from the inside out so it was passionate people that wanted to drive forward reform change and improvement in those areas across the group so there was loads of great stuff going on but what we really wanted to be able to do was encapsulate that as a group and, and give us that guiding light and that shining star that we could really say this, this really helps capture who we are as an organization and it was through this strategic review and actually through partners across the firm that we that we uncovered b corp which was 
somewhat more unknown those three four years ago as a brand in itself and what it truly meant and so we undertook some investigations as to what that was what that would mean and how that might match what we were already doing as a as a firm as a group and the pledges that we had made and the commitments that we had made to change and we saw that as actually a really good articulation of who we are but also who we want to be and being a b corp isn't the end of a journey it's very much a start of a journey um and if I go back to the start of the journey, it was, right, we, we think this is something that we want to do. This is something that we want to achieve for the group, but we see it as part of our journey and part of where we want to get to. And thank God we did because it took us years to get there. Um, and that's not that's not because we had a lot um, of things that we had to change in the organization. It's because the process is so intense and it's so rigorous and they, are, they need evidence and need to look at everything um, across the organization to truly ensure that our words and our actions meeting and that we're doing what we said we would do um so we we decided to embark on the process to get certified because it matched our beliefs it matched the ambitions of the organization and it was very much in line with our with our purpose um but that journey has very much only begun right now camilla in terms of getting we've got that certification but our ambitions continue to be very high that's great um and in terms of profit and sustainability do you think that law firms or well businesses and law firms can both be socially responsible and profitable at the same time or is there a trade-off does something have to give no and I think this is a common misconception that's taking up a lot of discussion at the moment and I think it's a good discussion but there are lots and lots of myths and one of my aims is to try and get those myths busted really um I think it's a different way of doing business. It's working with your local areas, looking at your local suppliers and the impact that you're having. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to cost more. It's around making those sensible choices in the types of products that you're using. But also, as we're needing to consider the impact that we're having on our uh, on our planet, for us as a business, we're working towards achieving a net zero um, and getting um, our targets and our actions in place to make sure that we're making incremental change and improvement on that every single year. Through doing that, it requires investment, but it also releases a significant amount of efficiencies in how we run our business, how we actually work with each other. It's just a different approach. So I think in terms of once you see the full picture of not only are these the actions that are needed to be able to be a more responsible business, consider the impact of those because those wider impacts that they have on your business and how you operate, there will absolutely be efficiencies that when you see that bigger picture, they will balance. I think in the short term, you need to be open to considering that investment and when that will um, be able to flow through in terms of the balance, as you say, Camilla. Um, But as long as you're very clear on the impact and what that's going to do and the efficiencies it will make, it absolutely can do. Um, and, and work with your work with colleagues and work with those um, within the business space to be able to test and challenge each other on what has worked. And I think this is at the moment where that conversation is. People aren't stepping off the ledge to do something um, because it is that fear of balancing that cost impact, whereas actually so many people are doing it. Um, ask for help. And I think that's something that as a, as a business collective, hopefully that myth and that misunderstanding can slightly start to change. 
And profit and purpose, absolutely, um, as Helen says, can go hand in hand in any organisation. And if and if business looks to only social impact and charitable and CSR type organisations to help change the world and solve the climate emergency and create equity, diversity and inclusion and support local communities, then we will not change <laughs> change it. Uh, make the change that's needed both in our societies um, and both in the economy and the economy of the future and especially in the UK where we need to see economic development and investment and from overseas both in things like clean tech, health tech, green tech. Um, I would argue that a business in the future won't be able to be profitable unless it's purposeful and especially as more organisations will need to look to their supply chain. Um, and we'll be looking at their supply chains to ensure that they meet their own standards and, and also looking to their supply chains to help them meet thresholds and their own ambitions for improvement. One, because that will be demanded of those businesses by their clients, just as it is um, for us in Shakespeare, Martineau, uh, and across the wider Amper group by our clients. But equally, government policy is likely to drive that as well. So, so I, I, I would say there is no choice. The future is here, um, and and what we we as an organisation recognise is we we want to attract great talent. We want to attract great clients. We want to drive a great business. We will just make conscious decisions about where we spend our money, how we invest in our people, how we invest in our clients, and and some difficult decisions potentially about the sorts of clients that we work with in the future. Thank you for busting those myths. I think you've definitely given us a lot to think about. Um, and it, it's great that, uh, yeah, this certification and uh, the work that Shakespeare Martineau is doing um, is clearly, uh, you know, do, doing well to sort of get ahead. Uh, but like you said, Ben, the future is here. So it's not even really getting ahead anymore. It's just doing doing the right thing for business. Um, and so what are the wider benefits of being a responsible business? Yeah. If I if I start and then I'll let Helen come in, but because I think that the biggest benefits, obviously, of being a responsible business, in my view, is one, obviously, about supporting and protecting the planet, supporting and protecting people uh, and supporting and protecting communities. Um, that you know those are the benefits that we have to recognize and we do recognize as we have changed our articles of association to make sure that as an organization we are recognizing and making decisions based on the benefits of all of those things so so those are the wider benefits that have to be first and foremost <clears throat> the benefits to us as an organization though i'll let i'll let helen go on too thanks ben I think from a, the, you to follow on actually from your previous question, I mean, in, in, and as Ben was saying, in that we need to be having that consideration to the impact that we're having now. It cannot wait. So the sooner that businesses are doing that, those are the benefits because we are making progress against our communities, our people, and also the impact to our planet. Um, I think firstly, within Shakespeare Martineau, our people, there's a huge um, significant benefit. People, um, more and more and more so, I think, you know, there is, there's arguments, say Gen Z are very, very passionate. I think we feel it, but I don't think they're the only ones. I think all of our people are very, very passionate about having purpose and I think that's something that is inherently built in us but it's also been um, amplified even more so through COVID in wanting to be able to consider the impact we have consider and care for those um, and do more work within our communities and by us being a responsible business and providing the opportunities we do within our local communities enables um, our people to be able to do so and get involved in such a variety of different things whether it's mentoring early careers giving routes for 
progression for individuals that may not um, be finding it easy to be able to get into law um, and some of the industry challenges that we do sadly still have and we're still um, busting to, to break those down as quickly as we can do with the work that we do versus taking time to be able to look at the impact that we're having um, within our communities and supporting those in need, whether it's providing time or whether it's providing our skills. And that is something that's a huge opportunity and a draw for our people to be able to have that um, in turn as also putting our skills um, into play every single day in the roles that we do. Um, from another perspective, our clients. So our clients really value the fact that we are a purpose-led organisation. Um, it's always inherently been within the culture at Shakespeare Martineau. Um, I think being recognised as a B Corp organisation and amplifying the work that we've been doing as a responsible business has been truly felt within our client community. Um, I think... Um, it's also a differentiator. Not many businesses are pushing on as fast as they can be within responsible business. I would give out a call to action to anybody listening that hasn't done as much um, when it comes to responsible business or considering B Corp. Come join us. Come talk to us. Um, but at the moment, there's not many of us and our clients are truly, truly valuing that importance that we're placing on it. It's not just about business and solving some of the really tough challenges that they have. They are looking for more. Um, our next challenge is on our suppliers um, and actually how we can work with those. And again, we've seen an overwhelming, a huge amount of support in how we can support them on some of their challenges. But I think there's a huge opportunity for even more. I think, Camilla, um, we could probably talk for hours about the benefits <laughs> of, of of being a responsible business, and and you know the the pages could write themselves. But I think ultimately, what what it takes for an organisation is to truly believe in their heart that they need to do things differently. Um, and we do at the core of the organisation believe that we need to do things differently and make different decisions. Um, and I think. You know, if I look across the sector, there are firms that have put themselves forward for things like B Corp or put themselves forward for um, for other, um, I guess, kind of thresholds or things that they want to be known for and then pulled back because they've realised it's too hard and actually they have to make some difficult decisions. And I think it's the bravery to make some of those tough calls or what will set some uh, some businesses apart from others. Definitely. And um, I Avid readers of Legal Cheek uh, will notice perhaps that the firm was nominated for the most eco-friendly firm at the Legal Cheek Awards 2023. And it also has a star rating on Legal Cheek for eco-friendliness. So, I mean, we've touched on this a little bit already in the previous uh, questions and answers, um, but, you know, those recognitions alongside the B Corp status Seems like Shakespeare Martineau is doing all the right things. Is that it now? Are we done? Well, Are we no, there? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're virtual high fiving because it's great to get that recognition, <laughs> and uh, which is brilliant. Yeah. But but as we said before, you know, we, there's a huge amount to be done. I don't know how else if you want to touch on the environmental plan. Yeah. We it's phenomenal to be recognised. And I think we can um, sometimes, because we are so ambitious, our work is, is not done. It's really not done. And um, we do have to pinch ourselves and celebrate the moments where we are nominated um, to be recognised, as you say, Camilla, from the awards that we've got. And it, I think it does remind ourselves of the progress that we have made. The things that we do need to do um, is 
reducing the amount of carbon and how we can achieve net zero. We are striving to achieve that as much as possible by 2030 um, and looking at the challenges that we face in where we can't achieve that and how we can work um, closely um, with those things that we cannot control because there are certain aspects. And I think that's where, as a business, that's a challenge that's going to be ahead of us for the next 20 20 years or so. and I think some of those things can be around the investment that we can have into our properties, the investment in the types of energy that we use, um, usage that we have, or the education of our people in in how we get to some of our hubs. How do we best collaborate? Um, there is a world out there in terms of different use of electric energy and the type of energy and the usage that we use. And as we are going and reforming as a a society, we need to keep pace with that. So that's why I can never be complacent that there needs to be more, more, more in terms of the types of tech and the types of um, systems that we use, but also some of the behaviours that we're applying in our own lives as well and some of the things that we can also do to make a change. And as a law firm, print less. (laughs) <laughs> which we have made significant inroads on, but it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the firm's goal is to become a top 30 law firm by 2025 and to double in size. Um, what are the sustainability challenges that the firm faces due to its rapid growth ambitions and how is it overcoming these challenges? Many and varied, um, but but obviously with, with rapid scaling, um, obviously there, be, there comes potential issues and challenges, um, especially because some of our growth will come from M&A. Um, in theory, our organic growth um, should actually just be, um, should just add to our environmental credentials because if we're getting the right systems, processes, digital enablement in place to enable less paper and more energy efficiency we're investing in our offices and our office environments want to make them uh make sure that they're as energy efficient and climate neutral as possible um but equally we're making sure that we're investing in the tools and the support for our people to make sure that they can work on screen avoid printing etc 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 we're also trying to make sure that we uh, uh that any travel is purposeful um and other and the like uh, the thing with rapid growth through M&A, uh, which is a part of our strategy, um, we're very focused on the right types of M&A. And as you can imagine, as a responsible business, a huge amount of uh, ensuring like-mindedness, cultural alignment, and making sure that those organizations will will support will support that B Corp journey that we've been on as well. Um, but naturally, with any smaller firms that might be joining us, um, they might have older office environments, they might have legacy systems. So what that means is it's a challenge in itself, but it's not in the sense of what we're doing is we then create a platform for those businesses to be able to catch up and to be able to use what we've created and the benchmarks that we've set and be able to to use that, whether that be technology systems, processes, office environments, whatever that might be. Um, we then help those those teams as they come and join us um, to, to reach those goals and hit those milestones at the same time. Um, there are many other challenges involved, but we're, we're highly conscious of them as in the decisions that we make and it comes back to exactly what we were saying before when you make decisions you make conscious decisions and you don't just think about the profit you don't just think about the top line you're thinking about the wider impact and what can we expect to see next from Shakespeare Martineau and all the Amper group I think to it, what next when it comes to Shapes and Water and Responsible Business is shortly um, in early May, we'll be publishing our impact report. Um, so the progress that we've been making in the last 18 months against our responsible business ambitions and also publishing our ambitions and goals um, for the next three years um, that will 
proactively counter the challenges that Ben has described that we will be continuing to face. Um, we need to make sure that we are constantly pushing to make faster progress in areas to make sure that we can counter those challenges those that we can't foresee. There's many that we can see on the horizon, but the things that we have learned in the last three years is that things do come left field. Um, and however we can make progress in those, there is through our growth as an organization, Shakespeare Martineau can get involved doing a significant amount of opportunities within our local communities. And that is something that we're passionate around providing far more opportunity for um, in the forthcoming couple of years and also the impact and the investment that we can provide into our communities and community projects that really are held dear to our um, office um, and local regions. Uh, the other things that we're doing uh, and you can expect to see from us is working with clients. So a huge amount of work with clients on their journeys their responsible business journeys and that might be the ambition to become a b corp as we have uh have we have become and supporting them in that in that quest but it could be as simple as just helping them on things like their edni strategy helping them understand kind of the things that we have done and that they can do um in in terms of their environmental sustainability what one of the commitments as a b corp is to it is a movement and part of that movement is to bring others with you and whether that's to to reach the kind of the level of attainment that we have in terms of a uh, a certification whether it's just to be better you know doing business better is better than not doing any change at all and so you can expect to see more from us in advocating for that advocating for that change we're a backer of the better business act um, which seeks to make all uk businesses commit to people planet purpose at the, at the core of their organization you can expect more from us on that you can expect more from us on trying to champion diversity in the sector you can expect more from us on driving inclusivity within our own organization um, and hopefully you can expect more from us from a growth journey perspective as well um, so yeah lots to lots to be excited about i think for the future of the organization I'm very excited to see, um, yeah, everything that, that comes out of the firm. Um, it's, a, it's a true pioneer. It's, it's clear to see. Um, well, thank you so much, Helen and Ben, for joining us on the Student Lawyer Podcast. I've learned so much about business and sustainability, and I'm sure that our listeners will have as well. So, yeah, thank you for sharing your um, knowledge and, and, and uh, explaining more about what, what the firm's been up to. It's been, uh, it's been very interesting. Thank you. Thank you really enjoyed the conversation thank you and thank you to all of the listeners for tuning in and um, please don't forget to follow us on uh, whatever platform that you're listening to the podcast on and we will see you in the next one goodbye to hear more of the student lawyers podcast hit the subscribe button and leave us a star rating and review if you would like to join The Student Lawyer as a writer, please email hello at thestudentlawyer.com.